0: It's fun. Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara Kelly with Cannon Girl Speaks podcast, and I want to welcome you, welcome my guests on tonight. And um, I'm so excited that they um, agreed to be on the podcast. Um, to me, to me, I want to say this is going to be this is a special podcast because um, we're going to talk about um, a, a, a subject matter that I think that everybody needs to be aware of. Um, and so I'm gonna have them at first introduce themselves and they can talk about a little bit who they are and if they want to give a shout out to anybody the family you know talk about you know how many kids you have husbands and all that but this will be an opportunity for you to um, just give you little shout outs so doesn't matter who wants to start first but just go right ahead. Um, my name is Kira
1: Lee and um have a husband Bobby um, and two boys Jeremiah and Elijah All
2: right. my name is Chastity Portis um, I'm married to Carrie Portis I have two children both on the autism spectrum I have Carrie Jr. who's eight
0: and Carson who is five alright All right, then so, um, that, and so uh, Chastity mentioned um, um, the subject that we're going to talk about she mentioned autism And so um, I asked, um, I asked Chastity and then she, um, she told me about Kira. And so I was like, which I know your I know Kira's son because I know the family. They go to my church. And so um, I wanted to invite them, invite both of them on to talk about autism because they um, have firsthand knowledge about, um, you know, autism. And so um, what we're going to, what I want you guys to do, just kind of talk about, you know, this, you know, as far as maybe not even just. We don't even have to get into the medical piece Mm -hmm. of it because we're not doctors. I'm Mm -hmm. not a doctor Mm -hmm. and all that. But just your whole, um, what it's like to have an autistic child, you know? Because um, I mean, we have, like I was telling them earlier. I said um, I had a cousin that um, growing up we knew he was different, but but during that time, that was you know I said that was ooh. He's in his forties now. Um, we just didn't know what it was. We just knew he was different. And so, but growing up, um, as he got, he gets old. As he gets older, as he's gotten older, um, um, he's still the same. You know, we still, still quiet and all that. And so, but he's, he's very artistic. He, I mean, he's, he has, he's, he's a very gifted artist. I mean, he sells his paintings and they go for a lot of money. And so, um, so on that spectrum, he's gifted in that area. And so, I wanted, um, like I said, I wanted you guys to talk about. Um, you know you're being a parent of an autistic child and just anything that you can um, tell the listening audience um, anything any I guess any knowledge anything to help them to be able to embrace uh, you know autistic children adults because mm-hmm. they're here you know they're here in our community and um, now you hear more awareness more talk about right be autism mm-hmm. and so Chassie you want to say something on that
2: oh uh, well um my educational background is in psychology and sociology, so I had a little some knowledge of what uh, autism was before I even had children. I worked with uh, the former Corsicana uh, State Home, and we've all we also service children with autism, their developmental delays, so I was kind of familiar with it um, when my son was born. Um, I, um, my son, I started. When he was born, he was born with a lot of um in distress. I had to have an emergency C section. He spent two weeks in Baylor NICU and so he had a lot of trauma at birth. Well, he after he came out of the NICU, everything was fine until about fifteen months old. Um, first he started uh at first he was meeting all his milestones, you know, that he was supposed to meet. And then about fifteen months I noticed a change. Uh, I noticed symptoms like tiptoe walking and hand mm-hmm. flapping. He had speech and he lost it. Mm-hmm. So when it came to his 18 month checkup, they call it the M-Chat, um, I was talking to the doctor about the symptoms that I saw and um, took a little prodding from the doctor, me for me to prod the doctor to get him a diagnosis, but I did. So that's my experience with my son. With my daughter, it was totally different. If you know anything about autism with boys and girls, girls can hot master autism symptoms better than boys. Oh, wow. My daughter's more high functioning. Her vocabulary was there, and um, she just seemed more outgoing, and like everything was right on track. But then I started noticing little things. Mm-hmm. So I tiptoe walking. I people would say she was shy, but she wasn't shy. It was. It's that's one of the symptoms of autism where they really. Um, really reserved mm-hmm. and they, they're anxious. Mm-hmm. And then I compared her, I have a cousin that's maybe a month older than her. And I compared my daughter's vocabulary skills with my cousins and I noticed there was a deficit. Mm-hmm. So I had her tested too. And so they call autism a spectrum because symptoms and severity, yeah. they range. Yeah. So my son is what they call more moderately autistic. My daughter is more high functioning autistic. So that's kind of my life right now. All right. Mm -hmm. Here.
1: Okay. Well, um, my son Elijah, he was born um, normal time with 38 weeks. Um, He was born um, blue. Um, We didn't know what was going on. Um, It was kind of a blur. Um, I had him in Ennis and he was shipped to Baylor.
2: I had my son in this um,
1: too. Yeah. And they took him into the NICU, which is very unusual for them to put um, a child thats um, that wasn't born inside of the hospital and not premature into the NICU, but they took him into the NICU. Um, he stayed there for a week, came home, um, found out later um, that he was born with um, a syndrome, which is called DeGeorge Syndrome Mm -hmm. Um, and with that it goes hand in hand with um, the heart condition that he has which is Tetralogy of Fallot Mm -hmm. Um, so at that time our mind was so busy concentrating on trying to get him healthy wise when it comes down to the cardiac issues that he had and then with the DeGeorge Syndrome it has um, behavior issues as well. Um, So I want to say around eight or nine, we started noticing that he would line up his cars all in a row. Um, We were going to a store. He would see a car, point out a car. It's like it was car, 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 car. Car talks all the time. Couldn't get him to change the subject for nothing. Any doctor's appointment, we needed to stop by Walmart to get a car. Um, So we ended up um, speaking to the doctor about it and they referred us to Children's um, the Center of Autism. And after us filling out packets, the school filling out packets, um, they did their observation We came down with the diagnosis of him having autism as well um at the age of 10. Mm. so my he was diagnosed later in life with
0: that so as a so as parents of children of kids you know that have autism what challenges do you meet as far as um just everyday everyday life you know what challenges don't we meet don't you (laughs) don't you meet meet? i mean a constant life you own twenty four watch. Yes, twenty four watch care for yes. them. Barbara, you have to think about
2: everything from their diet, the clothes they wear, lights in Walmart. I mean, people coming up to tell you hello. One of my sons triggers is he. He likes to hit. He hits people. He really doesn't like people to approach him, but he likes to approach people. One thing about uh, people people with autism they don't have appropriate social skills we were talking about that mm-hmm. now if someone comes and tells my son hello he'll punch him in the face oh. or hit him that's one of those that's one of those. so if there's a lot of things we deal with every day my son his all of his food that he eats is brown mm-hmm. everything he eats is brown and when it comes time winter time we have the biggest fight because it's time to put on pants sensory issues he has a lot of sensory issues he doesn't like to get his hair cut that's a problem i have to have somebody come down from dallas to cut his hair because that's the only person that i can find who can tolerate it um my daughter doesn't like to get her hair washed she'll do it but it's it's a struggle every time so every day all day you're just on constant alert we can't do this we can't go there that's going to cause a meltdown I'm gonna, So I have to stay home. This is my first time. i want to tell you in eight years going to a cross county football game Friday because I was afraid that the lights and the noise, the noise. would um, cause a meltdown with my son. So every day, I, my life has changed completely. Yeah. I had my I had my children late in life. Yeah. I was thirty when my son was born. So I enjoyed freedom getting ready to do get mm-hmm. getting to do what yes. I wanted to do. But now. You know, your whole world is caring for an autistic child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My challenges are
1: um, I'm not really a trusting person when it comes down to Elijah. Um, His speech is um, delayed. It's, Mm -hmm. It's hard for him to express things to me when something is wrong. It's like, I gotta pay attention to the way he's looking. If he's looking away or if he starts to um, get real nervous biting on his fingers while I'm talking to him, you know, I know something is wrong. Um, And if someone does something to him, he doesn't know, oh, well, that person is being mean to me. Um, So it's like it's it's hard just Mm -hmm. trusting and you know the school environment for years was tough it was very tough we had struggles struggles um we had incidents where you know one school didn't want to deal with my son and they so su- he got suspended. He got suspended. I want to say in like kindergarten or first grade. It was like a uh, little grade because he was cussing. Mm-hmm. He would say speech, and they thought he was saying another cuss, oh. a cuss word. And when mom know when I ask Elijah, what did you say? And you're repeating it to your mom, and you know right from wrong. It's like and you repeat it to me. Mm-hmm. It's not a cuss word. Yeah. It's like misunderstandings um getting calls several times from the school um i know in one period of time i got two phone calls from two different teachers within probably a 30-minute window um, because he was transitioning classes Mm -hmm. Um, that was another thing he doesn't like to be around a crowd of people Mm -hmm. that makes him very anxious Um, we had the issue where he was biting on his collar of his shirts Um, If something doesn't feel right with the texture in his mouth, he will spit it out. Oh, he doesn't find a napkin to spit it out in. He's going to spit it out on his collar or Mm -hmm. on his shirt. Just depends. Um, So finally, you know, got to a point where we were able to, you know, understand some of his triggers and, you know, we got that worked out. Um, Just a lot of misunderstanding. Um, you know um, Elijah one of his things is is making fun of people um, if he sees that you have a bald head he'll say it and he'll laugh <laughs> thinking you know it's mm-hmm. funny but you know have to let him know Elijah you can't go around calling people bald headed or you know or just saying things like telling someone they smell bad <laughs> you know and it's embarrassing <laughs> yeah. because he's saying these types of things but and he's getting to a point where people can understand what he's saying. So it's like Elijah, even if you smell something, it's not <laughs> you don't say everything. You yes, you, you can't do that, yeah. son. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a struggle.
0: So but, how so as as he, you know, I've seen Elijah because, you know, I said, I'll go to church with him. And, you know, I sit, we always sit on the same bench because I sit, you know, by your mother-in-law. And so it's always us. You know, and so um, you know, I have just noticed as he gets, he's getting older. He's starting to interact a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't even just like communicating with me. You know, I'll be, you know, because we, you know, we huggers at the church. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I just know as he's getting older, he just seems like he's more. He does engage more with mm-hmm. people now. You know, and so um, how's he? How, how does how is he doing in, in the classroom? Is he is he good? I mean, is he engaging with? Does he have like a best friend? Does, you know, oh yes, he like does.
1: That. <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it's one of the kids at the church. Um, I can't even Clyde. Oh, oh my, my goodness, yeah. that is his friend. Oh my goodness, we had to hear it so many times. Clyde has gone to high school. Clyde is gone. Yeah. Can I bring Clyde home with me? He think if he sees something, he wants to bring it home. It doesn't matter if it's a tree. He's gonna want to bring that tree home. It's yeah. I'm like, no Elijah, but yeah, he's he's much better yeah. with in- interacting. Mm-hmm. Behavior mm-hmm. issues are pretty much almost not there other than making fun of people. Yeah. Or repeating everything that
0: people say. Same. Yeah. And it's <laughs> just talking code. Huh?
2: that's the symptom of autism called Echolela. Mm-hmm. They repeat things they hear and
0: things um uh constantly.
2: Mm-hmm. All the time.
0: What about you, Chastity? What I mean, as as your kids as they get older, um, I guess what um, what do you, what ex- expectations are you you know I guess gonna you know what what um, what what challenges you think that they're gonna meet as far as as they get older? because um. I think now society like, like you know we talked earlier society is more aware now. Mm-hmm. You know now that we have a name. You know now that we know that you know, these, these, you know, these kids, these adults, they exist, you know, and they're part of our, they're part of our community, they're part of our, you know, society. Mm -hmm. And so now we have to be able to, um, you know, learn from them, you know, and how to, you know, interact with them. Right. You know, well, because um, you want them to have a sense of normalcy. Right, right. You, know, right. you don't want There's, them to be set apart, like, oh, well, right. those are the, you, know, right. you want them to be normal.
2: And so that's one of the, um, the things I um, think about all the time. I was uh, talking with my husband the other day. My husband's over six feet tall. Mm-hmm. My son might be taller than him when he grows up. So I was telling my husband, I said, you know, uh, because my son's been in therapy since he was 18 months old. When we first got the diagnosis, we put him in therapy instantly you know, to help him, you know, kind of, you can't um, get rid of the behaviors, but you can kind of curb them, Mm -hmm. help him to adapt. So um, I was telling my husband, I said, you know, my son's still a hand flapper and he still runs around. I said, we're gonna have to, you know, kind of get a plan in place on what we're gonna do when he gets older. Because when he's a six-foot tall, 18-year-old run, running around, people aren't going to understand that. My cousin used to do that. He used to
0: flap uh-huh. his hands. So, uh know.
2: That's one of the things I think about when it gets older, And like you said, acceptance um, and communication. You know, my son, he his verbal skills are, he's eight and he talks on the level maybe of a three-year-old. Right. His His verbal skills are like that. He went from talking almost full sentences to single words maybe five words um so building that communication back up so when like she said when he gets old he, when he gets older he'll be able to express himself yes. more because bullies do exist yeah and people who wish to do them harm do exist yeah and i want them to be able to tell me yeah if something happens yeah. you know so that's one of my worries my daughter um tell the truth, I'm not too worried about her yeah. because she's already so vocal yeah. <laughs> and she tells me everything that goes on at school. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so with her, I don't have too many worries. I think she'll be able to assimilate better when she gets older. Um, but me, as like I said, my ex- work experience, trying to help put those resources together yeah. that they need for each transition. Is um, what's gonna
0: help them make it all yeah. And it seems to me, I mean, you know, since you, since you, since you two have, you know, I guess the the like experiences with your kids, it mm-hmm. just seems to me. And I don't hear it. I don't hear it as much in our community. I don't hear it at all, really. You know, I'm the I'm the type of person. I, you know, I'm like if I see something that is needed, I just mm-hmm. go ahead and try to get it done. Right. And it seems to me it should be some type of group you Know the parent group mm-hmm. for kids of autism, mm-hmm. you know, in, in this community, and we know it exists in Metroplex, right? You know, you see it if you if you Google you know online or whatever, they're gonna pop up all over. And it seems like you know, with you guys like experiences, mm-hmm. you know, that you can reach out and mm-hmm. then help other parents, right. you know, that way you, you may have a resource, and she may have a resource, and y'all just pull it together and say, Hey, if a parent has. You know, especially our younger parents is mm-hmm. coming up they, they mm-hmm. may not know how to handle you know you've done your research y'all have mm-hmm. done research and mm-hmm. y'all know what to expect right. but it seems to me that you should be coming together and saying hey let's have a ha- let's have a group that we can help other parents and other community other you know, community members you know understand you know our you know challenges that we we may have
2: well cisd does have some parents groups i know at train they have what they call parent circle um Lisa Donahoe is mm-hmm. wonderful wonderful woman yes she put together a parent circle well, for that's the good. Chi- that's um, good. people with um, parents with children with disabilities but uh, you know every school has their own little thing um what else there there is another one that meets quarterly and I'm trying to think of the name that I that I would attend to. With, through CISD, but, you know, each individual school has their own program, but I think they need something district-wide, yeah, district-wide.
0: Yeah. And to not pull just all not, the resources. Not just that, but also mm-hmm. just community-based. Community-based, yeah. You know, because you mm-hmm. may have people outside of CISD. Well, there is know, a community
2: may. resource council um, that helps pull all those resources together. Okay. Um, we call it CRCG, community So is there some
0: type of... Um page or something where people can go to that that might the, the school
2: should it. know about it yeah. um the local i you know i've told you my background is in intellectual disability so we have here lakes regional which is the um, local authority for intellectual disability. okay so they pull all those resources okay. together okay. the school, that's
0: good that's good information to know uh-huh
2: the school and your local mhmr center okay that's what people know
0: about okay mhmr, MHMR. so okay. yeah okay well good that's mm-hmm. good to know because I mean like I said you might be somebody out there listening
2: mm-hmm. and they
0: don't they don't know where to go you know mm-hmm. so that's first good first place to know. you should
2: go is your doctor yeah <laughs> go to the doctor yeah. mm-hmm, because that's why I got uh, my son's diagnosis first came with um, came from the doctor the doctor sent the recommendation off to early um, childhood intervention center uh-huh. which is also through lakes regional okay um, and then they coordinated with CISD okay to get um, some of the um some of the services started, and then we also coordinated with um, innovative therapies. So the doctor got a lot of that stuff started for me. That's, that's where. Good. Uh, so
0: that's good. Shakira, you have me. the same. You have the same type of resources that um, Chastity's um, uh, talking about.
1: Um. No. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I really, I really didn't. I know when you were working. Um, over there in um, what the lake? Lakes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had thought about getting to it. It's like I, I, won't, our life's is so busy. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's is, hard
2: it's, to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I should make time for it. But I listen, should. It, it's hard. It's hard because when you're working full time, yeah. you have to be a mom full time. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, be, and the only reason why I could pull some of those resources together because I was at work pulling, you, yeah, you know pulling the yeah. resources together. Uh-huh, also, yeah. region, 12 yeah, region Twelve has res resources yeah. as far as like an education advocate. You know they have they call Path, mm-hmm. which is um, it's uh, I forgot the, it's an acronym, so I forgot the whole name but they do have where you can get a special education advocate to come in to help you um navigate that iep process to get the um um some of the help you need to put some of those um things in place you need for
0: education so so what so what as your as your kids get older what what kind of, I guess, future or or path do you would you like to see them go in? You know, as far as you know, as, as they get older, because they will, mm-hmm. you know, meet with challenges. Cause I know, with you know, just talking on speaking on my cousin, you know, he lived. I, his his older brother, pretty much is like a guardian guardian right. of him right. because mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, it's hard, he's even though he's in his forties, yeah, he still is. has to have somebody to be right. to watch him, right. you know, because you know, you just, I guess, you, they just never, you know, they, he's in he's in he's in California, so. You know, mm-hmm. his brother is like his guardian. And know? I
2: encourage all caregivers to, um, you know, obtain guardianship before they, uh, when they turn 18. Mm-hmm. Because after they turn 18, if they don't have a legal guardian, yeah. they make their own decisions. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, um, somebody can come and yeah. take their money. Man, take man, so yeah, yeah it, that's important to yeah. obtain legal guardianship. Yeah. It can be costly. Yeah. It is costly, about three or mm-hmm. four thousand yeah. dollars,
0: but it's important. And that's, I guess, and that's something that as a parent that you know you, you because before you know it, time passes so fast, mm-hmm. and you look up the eight, the eighteen, you know how old is your how old is your baby thirteen? He's thirteen. Mm-hmm. See, you know you think about it because you know you want to be able to them to be, um, be able to survive outside mm-hmm. of you know. High school, right. you know, and so you have to be thinking constantly, always thinking. Okay, I got to make sure I got to make preparation for right. them right. as they get older, mm-hmm. so that they can be, you know, not really, not so, not so much a, be self-sufficient, but mm-hmm. be able to, be able to handle life, right? You know, mm-hmm. and so. You know, Kira, you don't have long. You know, you he's 13, you know. So that's something that, you know, I know that you, I know Chassie, I know you got, You have to plan for as a, right. as a parent. Mm-hmm. Parents of special that, that's kids. That's one of my
2: worries. Yeah,
0: right. you yeah. know. know
2: word yeah. a and, and so my sister and I think about that all the time, you know, because we both have children. She has one daughter. I have two children who are on the spectrum. And so we're, we're thinking, what are we going to do? Uh, we, we need some kind of family business or yeah. something to make sure they're in, employed but I I thought one one thing that needs to happen I think in this community because we have the twenty one, um, you know, and it, according to the Texas uh, how do I say it education system however mm-hmm, else, yeah. they can stay in school until they're twenty one and after that
0: they have to get out of the system you have to get out of the mm-hmm.
2: system so if we had more people involved in in the community like jobs with special training mm-hmm. for people um, for Children like ours. Yeah, that would help out a lot. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I so, agree.
0: Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that might be an avenue that you might have to be, like you said, you have time to be thinking about that. But mm-hmm. that might be an because there's always going to be jobs out there that are going to be needed. Right. You know, it could be just anything simple. You know, mm-hmm. but like like I said, it had the 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 culture of the community has to change. Right. They have to change to say, you know what, we you know, you don't want to just. You know, sometimes you have sometimes those groups and you just p- kind of push them to the side. Right. But, you know, if we can create jobs, yeah. like you said, for the for those kind of, you know, those those kind of community members, mm-hmm. but they can go and just sack some groceries right. or, you know, whatever, you know, it, they're, they're there. They right. just have to be created.
2: Right. And you know? because of course, the kind of having such a high population of people with intellectual disabilities. Yes because we have the group homes yes, here yes. so
0: we should have yeah. some just has, we just have to change the culture the right. thinking the mindset because uh, to include everyone know, to include everybody and that's just going to take a, a matter of somebody's got to make the first step right so, exactly. you know?
1: and i feel like um speaking on that including school mm. i mean i feel like we should do better as far as the school system with including the special needs, yeah. right? Because and I,
0: think, and I think, you know, and I think the involvement piece is there. I mean, I think you know, even like with Miss Miss West, I think mm-hmm. people are starting to be more aware because okay. even you know, even you you can just tell that people are now paying attention, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just telling you, even why, even not, and that's a, this is a sidebar, but even like you know, I mentioned earlier about Cody Lee on America's America's mm-hmm. Got Talent, him winning that that competition. Mm-hmm special you know he had autism blind and mm-hmm. then that to me and just seeing the judges and, and they just were so amazed that he had this gift and then like you said paying attention to those gifts that they have because mm-hmm. they have a gift Right. Mm-hmm. It, it just you just got to pull it out what you know whatever your baby has you just got to pull it out of right. it right you know whatever you your baby has that. you just right. got to nurture it Right. because they they, they were given they're given a gift right yes just to know what that gift is mm-hmm. you just have to you as parents you, you just have to you know you know seek it out and you yeah. say "Hey, this is what they're, they're gifted in and they have
2: a gift right and then my, my thing is you have to be your child's biggest advocate, advocate. Mm-hmm. that's right because mm-hmm. uh, you know the doctors are only going to do so much mm-hmm. the teachers only going so to right. mm-hmm. do so much Therapy's only going to do so much and they want to put everybody in the same box yeah. disabled well everybody yeah. has different gifts yeah. and talents just, that's right everybody has different symptoms yeah so you have to be your child's biggest advocate because i know i'm a little different and the way I approach, life, you know, yeah. my child, my children's, uh, therapies and I try chiropractic therapy. Yeah. The, the, um, the, t- the school approached me about putting them on medication well, as a person who's been in that, um, in the business of in so long, field, but, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. in that field, I've seen the effects of long term mm-hmm. medication use and I didn't want that. Yeah. So I sought out chiropractic mm-hmm. therapy. It worked wonders for him. Um, I um. What else did I do? Like I said, th- um I, I don't medicate. I use therapies. I use more holistic yeah. approaches with my children.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. So so it just depends on, you know, how you how you wanna like you said, how you wanna treat it. How you wanna treat it? How you, how you wanna how you wanna be able to, mm-hmm. you know, help help your child. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, that's those are challenges that you guys, you know, will have to, you know, bear now mm-hmm. until they, you know, get grown and you know really grown and then you think about okay so I mean I, I know you hope that they want to they meet a mate you know mm-hmm. somebody that they you know and they have to be able to you know accept, accept it. it you know so but
2: you know statistically I say 1 in 69 children have autism 1 in 8 black boys have been diagnosed with autism and the, the number is only increasing as they get um as time goes on. So I don't think they're gonna have a hard time finding the debates. <laughs> they might have a hard time related, related. to each other, <laughs> but they might, you know,
0: so, yeah. Alright, so anything else y'all wanna, you know, touch on about, um, you know, autism and just anything in general that, um, you just want the, your, the listening audience to know about just being a parent, you know, especially, you know, this day and time, what are, you, what are your worries? You know, anything that you, um, you know, because, you know, you see the news every day and it's like, man, you just want to just not even turn it on Mm -hmm. because it's always something, you know. And so is anything that, um, you know, you just want to. I just
1: say as a parent, you need to be more involved. Um, I know in one one school year, I know that school got tired of seeing me up there at that school because I was there. Mm -hmm. If there's a problem, I'm there. I'm going to be there all the time, every day until. I feel comfortable yeah. and then still at that point I still was at the school every day <laughs> yeah. this is the first year that I feel like I was actually able to relax I'm relaxing a little more oh, wow. because job. Elijah's becoming more mature mm-hmm. um, and actually Collins middle not Collins middle school the middle school actually included a lot of the special needs with are getting um, awards oh, wow! Mm-hmm. but good. I remember you yeah, know, years ago, yeah. they didn't get
0: anything. Yeah. And I'm going I'm to I, I can, I can, I can be honest with you, a couple of weeks ago I when I was able to tour his classroom, I went in his classroom and he, he actually just, just you know, spoke to me or whatever. And I, he was just like regular, you know, just mingling with his classmates, you know, in their classroom. So,
2: well, I would wanna, first, I want to give a shout out to Corsicana ISD. <laughs> I will say this, out of the other parents that I talked to in different school districts, different areas on the internet because I'm in a lot of Autism Speaks groups, mm-hmm. mothers, <laughs> autism, just different blogs. We have a pretty good, um, we have pretty good programs here. All right. We have good teachers. You know, my experience has not been Kira's experience. I'm not saying it will, won't be, but I've had um, amazing experiences with Costa County LSD and they have seemed like they've done better about going above Maybe and beyond for our kids. I've um, seen kids, um, parents move their kids from other school districts to Corsicana ISD because they were so focused on meeting the needs of our special education children. My kids are in two separate programs here. One, my son is in the Life skill Program and Navarro, and my daughter is at the Strive Program at um, Fannin. So we are, as a community, trying to make some efforts to improve our special education program. I will say that about Corsica County ISD. But again, you have to make sure to be your child's biggest advocate. And I will say this about autism. Early intervention is the key. key. Get those therapies in early, doctor's appointments. We've done the same thing through children's medical, had genetic testing. You know, because like I said, with both of mine, we want to know where this comes comes from. from, Still really don't have any real answers, but yeah. So early, the thing about uh, autism, early intervention is key. All right.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything else, ladies? I agree. Mm-hmm. All, All right. Great. So y'all want to? Um, before we close out, I'm gonna give y'all the opportunity to say anything, any closing remarks. You wanna, you know, say? You know, because I know y'all are still and say, shout out to my, to my uh, boo. Oh, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> <what> <laughs> I mean, you, know hey, you know, So I welcome to do that before we close <laughs> out. So.
2: Cassidy. Uh, I do want to get out. Uh, give a shout out to my awesome family. All right. When they say it takes a village, with children with autism, it truly takes a village. I want to thank my husband for good t- driving to all the doctor's appointments <laughs> and just you know him taking the time out to really learn what autism is and you know he goes with me on this crazy journey with my, our kids. To my mother for uh, you know my kids didn't go to daycare. My mother kept them at home while i worked and while you know did whatever i was doing uh so they help my sisters help a lot my mother-in-law helps a lot my church harmony baptist church we recognize a uh, world autism day right. and we try to put things in place to help you know with our kiddos so i and thank the people for taking um Take let me have a date night every now and then. It truly takes a village, and I thank the people who help me with my children. Yes.
0: Mm All right,
1: Kira. I agree with you. I mean, it takes it takes a village. Um, I want to thank Ray, Bobby, whichever name y'all know him by. My (laughs) husband. Um, I mean, he has really had to step up to the plate. I was the main one taking uh taking lodges to the appointments um scheduling appointments giving medication and i have been able to step back and he stepped up to the plate um it was a little scary in the beginning (laughs) but i mean yeah he was excellent and my mom um just like you you know my kids they did not have to go to the daycare my mom my dad uh, my um, in-laws all of them I mean they all stepped up to the plate even my brother um that when I was afraid of driving Dallas to all those appointments (laughs) oh my goodness he was taking me to those appointments um from my mother-in-law actually taking me to appointment that I will never forget and that taught me how to drive in Dallas I lost (laughs) my fear of driving in Dallas because of her um uh, my mom always been there, you know, tell her, hey, mom, I got to work, Ray at work. Can you take Elijah to the doctor for me? And she dropped what she doing and she go do it. Right. Um, so
2: thank my whole family. Right. Well, he can't hear this, but i like to thank my late dad. Right. Bishop John Baker, because he was there every step of the way. Helpful. He went to appointments with me. He had his input with the doctor. You know, I saw
0: this, I noticed it, I saw that.
2: So, just shout out to
0: him, right. too. All right. Well, ladies, that wasn't that bad, was it? No. Nope. I really appreciate <laughs> you guys coming out and being on um, Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. And I know that lis- the listening audience will take the information that you've shared, and I'm hoping that it, it touched somebody and, mm-hmm. and just bring more awareness to autism. Mm-hmm. You know, because, um, you know, it's 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 just gonna make our community just grow and get better. You know, that's so all. That's that's what my hope is. Mm-hmm. You know, if we, we we continue just to keep talking about it, keep it, you know, on the forefront, where you know that it'll make people say, you know, like you said, we talk about jobs. Mm-hmm. The hopefully maybe we can have you know our adults with autism, mm-hmm. you know, with other special needs, be working at these the, some of these jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, not not boxing me because a lot's you know?
1: ready. Yeah, <laughs> a community job yeah. there. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: hey, that sounds like a the mm-hmm. plan uh-huh. You know I'm, I mean I'm telling you Because it's going to have to start with You know uh-huh. Because y'all, first, y'all have first hand experience Right You know And y'all know what, what's needed mm-hmm. And you know And so you guys can share that with employers And say hey You know that If, if you can provide these services for them Then you know, they can come help you Right Help you work So anyway But ladies I really do appreciate it And and I just want It's really Like I said Thank you so much But So ladies and gentlemen Thank you for listening thank To Canada Girl Church. Speaks Podcast And have a good evening The Girl Speaks podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron a a r o n at shredshedstudio.com the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.